Hey there, welcome to another solo episode in the Blissful Biz podcast. I really enjoy doing those and sharing actionable advice with you that you can put into action right away. And I heard from a few of you that you like that too. You might already know that I launched a brand new program recently, Blissful Brand Blueprint. In this online course, I teach you how to create your brand so you can stand out from your competition and also how to get started on social media and grow your audience. It's not open for enrollment right now, but you can sign up for the waitlist if you're interested to be the first to know when the doors open again. I'll add the link to the show notes or you can go to my website, susannereicher.com. So right now I'm working with the first group of students and create the trainings at the same time because they get access to a new module each week. And one of the modules is about content creation. So I've been thinking about that a lot. One question I get asked a lot is how much free content you should create. Can there be too much or too little? How do you balance that? And how do you separate your free content from your paid content? So I thought that would be a great topic for the podcast. And here we are. In this episode, I'm going to talk about what kind of content should you share and how much should you give away for free. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Okay, let's get started. But first, to make sure that we are all on the same page, here's what I mean when I talk about content. Anything that you share on your blog, on social media, in your newsletter, on YouTube is content. It can be a picture, an Instagram caption, a yoga video, or a story you share in a newsletter. It's all content and you're a content creator, my friend. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with knowing whether or not the free content they're giving away to their audience is too much. And I struggle with that sometimes too. I totally get that. There are people that say there is no such thing as too much, that you can't share too much free content when you give people what they want. I have to say, while I think that can be right for some situations, it's not always right and for everyone. It depends on the type of content you share. Now, the first mistake that a lot of people make is that they only think about what their audience wants and share that with them. Maybe you heard that too. Ask your audience what they want and then give that to them. And if this aligns with what you are passionate about creating, then great, do it. But if not, you might end up creating content that your audience wants, but you feel really meh about. And who wants that? What kind of life is that? You'll end up having a business that you hate. The other issue I have with this is that what your audience wants from you isn't always what's also going to help you grow your business. For example, your audience might love your free yoga videos. I mean, who wouldn't? So you share only free yoga videos. Well, that's great for your followers. They get all that amazing yoga for free. But what's next? 
Do you think that they will be willing to pay for a yoga class one day when they are used to all those great free classes you put out there? I don't think so. And not only did they get used to the free classes, if you also don't share anything else, they don't get to know you really. You miss out on the chance to build a deeper connection. If you're only educating them, you miss out on building an emotional connection. Another example besides free yoga classes is inspiring quotes. When I share them on Instagram, I always get a lot of likes and comments, much more than when I talk about a new program. This is to be expected, of course, but does this mean I should only share quotes and stop talking about my offers? Of course not. Or if I would only share content about my puppy, this is very emotional, it wouldn't help me build my business either because it's not relevant enough. So I think you can share too much free content if you are not strategic about what kind of content you share and about your end goal, what next step you want your audience to take. This is the first step, to get clear on what paid products or services you want to sell. What is your end goal? What do you want to sell? What should people pay you for? Because if you don't get paid, you don't have a business. And if you have a blog or post on social media, but you're not earning money, that's a hobby. That can be great. Nothing wrong with that. But it's not why we are here. So let's say you're a yoga teacher and you teach classes live and on Zoom and you earn money when people buy a single class or a class pass. If that's your goal, sharing a ton of free yoga videos isn't going to help you get there. But on the other hand, if people can't experience your teaching style or get to know you, they probably won't pay your classes either, right? So what should you do? This is where you need to work on your content strategy and get clear on your content categories. Content categories are just that, categories of different kinds of content you can share. One category that most of us use is educational content or how-to content. This is where a lot of yoga teachers focus on. Sharing yoga videos or tutorials or guided meditations, it's all educational. And you definitely need this. You want to share educational content so people can get to know your teaching style and what you do. But not only that, you need to also share other kinds of content. The second category is emotional content, content that helps you build a deeper connection with your audience. You still want to add value here, but without teaching all the time. And the best way to do this, I think, is to share stories. You can share your own story, how you discovered yoga or whatever you do and teach. You can talk about struggles you overcame. And you can also share stories from your students. That's really, really powerful. This kind of content is how you build engagement and grow a fan base. This is also how you can address beliefs or objections your students have and gain new students. For example, someone who thinks that he or she is not flexible enough to do yoga might not be ready to do one of your free yoga videos, but when they hear about a transformation that one of your students went through, from not being able to reach their toes to feeling so much better in their body and like a new person or something like that, That's something that can really turn them around, right? So that's like category number two. I call that like emotional content. The third category is connection. 
This is content that you create to build a connection with your audience. For example, personal bits and pieces, behind-the-scenes videos, questions and polls where you ask your audience for feedback or live chats. So, for best success, you need to post content from all three categories. So, it's not about sharing a ton of educational videos. This by itself isn't enough to build a connection with your potential customers. If you want to learn more about the content categories I just outlined and get more examples and a 30-day content plan, you need to join my program, Blissful Brand Blueprint. This is where I'm teaching this system, and it's really, really powerful. Go to my website, susannereicher.com, to learn more and get on the wait list, and I'll also add the link to the show notes. Okay, now you know what kind of content you should create and that you should not only share educational content like free yoga videos or free meditations, but you still should share free content and content that's valuable. Now, I know there are people who say that you should not teach yoga classes for free, that it's devaluing yoga. And while I get where that's coming from, I have to say the ship has sailed. Go to YouTube and you'll find thousands of really high-quality yoga videos for free. There are successful online yogapreneurs like Cassandra from Yoga with Cassandra or Adrienne or Ellie from The Johnny Junkie who build their business by sharing free yoga videos. And they are incredibly successful doing this and making money selling online courses and other services to the people who love their free videos. Gary Vee, a really great entrepreneur and marketing expert, once said something that really made me think. If you don't give it away for free, someone else will. And that is so true. If you don't do it, someone else will. The truth is, you can find pretty much anything on the internet if you look hard enough, or if you know where and how to look. And also, when you're teaching yoga, your content is probably not all that unique. They can find it somewhere else. I know it's hard to hear, but it's it's true, right? That's why it's so important to add your own personality and perspective into your content, because you can find general content everywhere. So you need to find out what makes you unique. You need to build your brand. And then when you give away good content, trust and credibility is built. You are no longer just another voice on the internet. You are a trusted and reliable voice that they come to know, love, and share with others. And over time, they start to see that you know what you're actually talking about and that you genuinely care. Personally, I believe in giving your best content away for free. The more high-value stuff you can give away, the more people will see your generosity and want to buy from you. This happens through the built-in human need to reciprocate. When someone is nice to us, we want to be nice to them. Sharing free content that is valuable and helpful also allows you to build authority, which is crucial when people are deciding if they want to do business with you. Anyone can say they are an expert, but can they prove they are an expert? Publishing regular content on your expert topic allows you to do that. Now, people often worry that if they give away their best free content, their students won't bother buying the paid content because they've already learned everything they need to learn. And this can be true, but in most cases, they are varying unnecessarily. 
For example, you could share a 20-minute long yoga class per week for free, but paid classes are longer, people get a replay that they can download to their computer, and you're available to answer any questions they might have. On top, they feel more like part of a community and like they have direct access to you. This is incredible, valuable, and this is what differentiates your paid offers from your free offers. When you share a lot of great free yoga videos, what can also happen is that people want to give back to you and they want more access to you so you can sell a yoga online course where you go deeper into a specific topic to them. This can work really, really well. If, on the other hand, you're only sharing bits and pieces for free, your audience might feel as if you are deliberately withholding information from them, as if your attitude is, I'll only share that if you pay me, and they may, they may start to lose trust in you, which is why I would encourage you to share your content freely and focus your energy on turning that interest into sales, which would be another episode how to do that. Now, when it comes to how much free content you should share, there's really no limit other than how much time you have. I'm a big believer in consistency. My success is directly related to publishing a weekly blog post and now a podcast episode consistently every single week since 2017. I managed to do this even when I was working full-time in another job or on vacation every single week with just a few exceptions. Now I could take a break and it wouldn't hurt my business. I would continue to get traffic from Google because I created this huge content library. This is a real business asset, my friends, and it's been so worth it doing that, putting my time and energy into that. I'm not relying on Facebook ads alone to sell my courses. People find me on Google and sign up to my email list or buy my courses. But this didn't happen overnight. Creating content is a long-term strategy, but it allows you to build a really strong foundation for your business. So I think sharing weekly content is best, but it's not possible for everyone and that's okay. I also want you to find time to work on your paid products and services, right? So if you can only publish a new video or blog post once per month, commit to that, but really commit and be consistent with that. The same applies for social media. You don't need to post something every single day, but you need to be consistent. The worst thing you can do is post daily for a few weeks, then disappear for three months, and then start posting again. This confuses your followers, and actually the algorithm also doesn't like this apparently, and less people will see your content than if you share new stuff consistently. What helps me here is to create a content calendar, a plan where I lay out what content I want to share in the next month. And I'm going to share more about how I do this in one of the upcoming episodes here. Okay, we're wrapping this up. To summarize, my take is, yes, share free content, but make sure that you not only share educational content, but also emotional content and content that helps you build a connection with your audience. When it comes to how much content you should share, it's not so much about the number, it's about consistency and making sure that you have enough time to work on your paid offers and services as well as on your free content. And there you have it. I hope you found this episode helpful and I cannot wait to see you again same time, same place next week. 
Have a wonderful week and take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannoreicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.